Hey everybody, welcome back to The Millionaire Marriage. I'm Taylor Kovar here with the JG, Jeremy Gilliam. <laughs> um, and we are excited about today's episode. This one is one that uh, we've had discussions about a hundred times with a hundred different families in our newlywed class. You can read thousands of articles, thousands of social media moms and their opinions about it. So we're going to talk about it today and give you our opinion. And that is kids and screen time. Yep. Kids and screen time. So Jeremy, I'm going to throw you on the spot. You have three kids. Three. What are the ages again? 10, almost eight, and two. I, would, I just want to test you. I knew how old yeah, I got you. Um, so, Jeremy, what is y'all's policy with, with screen time and, and like, per age range, right? Does it change for the eight-year-old versus the two-year-old? That kind of thing. What, yeah. What's it look like in your house? So, uh, here's what's so funny. When you talk about stuff like this, like, there's going to be like a million Facebook moms. There's not, like, a hard and fast rule with us. We do track our kids' screen time, obviously, like most parents should. Our youngest, the two, two-year-old, Kingston, he obviously has far less screen time than the other two do. One thing that we we incorporated, this was several years ago with our two older kids, is there's like like a checklist of like, I think it's five things that they have to do every day after school before they can even touch a device. And it's like, pray, read your Bible, like, like do your chores, pick up your room, there was something else. I don't remember what it is. They have a checklist. They yeah. they go through they check things off, um, and then before then also it's really funny because they know now. Like generally, we call it quiet time because house becomes yeah, quiet. Yeah. Um, like generally, especially we're probably a, we're a little more. I'll use the word flexible, not loose. Flexible, flexible. Over, over summer, um, but like if it's before three o'clock, they don't even ask. Because that's kind of how we've built this in. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so you'll have a few hours after everything is done, after school's done, after chores are done, that you can get on your switch, get on your iPad. Um, so that's what we do, and it seems to work well for us. Um, our kids, I mean, they they kind of know our system, and they already kind of know what to expect. But we don't have a hard fast like, hey, you have exactly sixty minutes of screen time, and then after that, you're shutting the device off at all costs. So that's kind of what we do. What do you What do you guys do in the Covar home? Yeah, uh, pretty similar, I would say. We are not anti screens by any means. Correct. Yeah, um, us either. You know, I, I've read a bunch of statistics over the years and talked to a bunch of bunch of professionals, you know, pediatricians, yeah. and things. Uh, for us, I take kind of the stand that, you know, if my kids have zero screen time now, what age do I allow them to have screens? Yeah. And then how is that going to affect them when they're an adult? You know, so it's like I have a lot of friends who are in their early 30s who know how to code and know how to do all this kind of stuff. And that's just gotten younger and younger and younger. Oh, absolutely. And so if I don't let my kid get on a screen until they're 14, how much further behind would they be, right? So yeah. that's kind of my initial approach. Megan and I are very conscious as far as how much we allow them on the screens and yeah. what they can do. Absolutely. So the iPads are locked down. I mean, locked down. Absolutely. Um, they don't have Safari. Yep. Um, you know, they only have certain apps. They have to be approved by us for everything, and it sends it to us. Um, we have several monitoring systems as well. And then as our kids have gotten older, we allow them to have more freedom or flexibility, but really it's it's guided, right? It's yeah. protected. We don't give them screens, you know, at a whim. They know if they ask like two or three times in a row and we've said no, that they've lost their privileges yeah. for the day. Like, hey, I already yeah. told you no. Like, yeah. I will tell you when you can get on them. Now, with that being said, 
when we're on road trips, it's almost a free for all. <laughs> we're like, hey, here you go. Here's your screen. Have fun. Yeah. Here's when your, you're asking them to sit in the car for ten hours. Yeah. Here's yeah. here's your screen and candy. Right. Knock yourself out. Um, <laughs> and so I'm sorry, Doctor Glass, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, just awesome. ignore that. But for us, it really is. We want to be smart about it. I think a yeah. lot of it comes down to. Megan and I are big screen time people. You know, yeah. we, we try not to have a screen in front of our face all the time. And I've talked about coming home and putting my cell phone up, you know, for several sure. hours. And we really are really conscious of what's on that screen. Yep. Um, there's a lot of things. So we used to have YouTube kids back in the day. And then we saw some videos like, oh, hang on. That's it's a cute cute animated cartoon, but that is not things we should be saying or doing yep. or looking at. Same. And so, um, you know, I think it's really as a parent role, it's our job to protect our kids. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think that's one thing that we are, I, th- I think I get a little hyper vigilant about is what they watch. Like what's like, like you're saying, like our kids both have an iPad. Yeah. And when I tell you they are locked down, like, like Fort Knox, them dudes are locked down. Like it's, it, I've, I've lessened up a little bit, but like, it was to the point like, I, I had a I had a unique password to get to get into the iPad. Yeah. So they couldn't even get on it. And then once they were on it, like there is no Safari. There's there's no mm-hmm. email. There's no iMessage. Like there literally is nothing except the apps. I was like, these apps are okay for you to use. So I totally get that. Um, but now they know the passwords to their iPad. But it's a it's still I mean just as locked down. Yeah. Um, I think it's just also being aware of the content, which this episode's not really about content, but it kind of goes all, I mean, Definitely. it's all in this, you know, in the same vein. Um, knowing what your kids are watching. And this is where I think, because you have parents, right. That are anti-screen, mm-hmm. like no screen. And they're going to be, you know, 15 or 16 before they even think about looking at a device. The, here's the problem. They're not going away. And there, there are, there really, there is, let me backtrack. There is some really good research on the effects of of excessive screen time on kids, their brain development. So I, I, I understand, I've read a, a bunch of stuff on it. So I totally get that. But the, the fact is, is they're, they're not going away. Like, I mean, it actually is probably going to get worse. And I mean, so I think we need to be aware of what's happening and so understanding that first, like screens aren't going away um, at all. Technology is going to become more integrated. So I think we need to have a first an age appropriate response for our kids. What is developmentally okay? What is um, socially acceptable? Um, but then also monitoring what's happening. And this is why I said all that to say this. Because screens aren't going away parents can become ignorant to what their children can do on devices. Yeah. And I, I, I will, I'm not going to say any examples. I'll just say this. I've had some conversations with parents, with kids, and it is alarming. Like if I told you some stories, it would like straight rock your world of what kids have gotten involved with because their parents weren't aware. They didn't even know it was possible for their kids to do what they're doing. And so here's what I'll say for parents. I I don't think no screen time is the answer. 
I don't think that that's realistic in the world we live now. Now, if you went back even 20 years, yeah, probably so. You could get away with saying, no, I mean, because there's very little. Yeah, there's no screen. There's no, I mean, yeah. screens available. Uh, other, than, other than TV, there's yeah. nothing available. But now, I, I guess also, and this is what's so funny to me. <laughs> All right, this is what's so funny to me, is you have parents that will post, oh, no screens for my kids on a device that has a screen. <laughs> yeah, parents are all on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parents are on it. Uh, anyways, that's besides. The, I like it when they post that, the and then you see them at the restaurant, and their kids are on yeah, the iPhone yeah, because yeah. the kids was going crazy in my nut, right? So, um, so I, I think yeah. just being being having an awareness of what what's even out there. So you talk about now there's um, oh Meta, mm-hmm. right? So it used to be the Oculus. I mean, there are some wild things that your kids can get involved with. You just have no idea. I think part of that's being a good parent. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Kids kids have gotten in trouble for years, whether it was a screen or not. You know, I remember being a kid and, you know, doing things in the neighborhood or, you know, wherever that I shouldn't do. But, um, like, you can always get in trouble. But as a good parent, my parents were always, hey, who are you with? Who's going to be there? Where can I find you? When are you going to be home? And dot, dot, dot. It didn't matter it was probably being a good parent. And I think that yeah. we forget that sometimes when we're going on a screen, Oh, well they're not going to get hurt. Yeah. You know, they can't go out and break their leg. They're not going to get kidnapped. Like, right. so, Hey, it's okay. Here's your screen. And we're not paying attention. And, and, yeah. you know, we talk with a lot of newlyweds and young marrieds sure. and um, others who, you know, kids have gotten really into some stuff that they didn't need to be in online. Absolutely. You know, seeing kids are seeing pornography at younger ages and, you know, yeah. they're chatting and messaging with people that they don't realize yeah. are grown men right yeah. somewhere else oh, absolutely um and so i think part of that's just being a good parent being an involved parent yeah and to me that's where um, meg and i are really big on like hey we want to be involved we want you to know that we care yeah and that we have these parameters and here's why some of these parameters yeah. are there and our kids know like hey like you're not i understand all your friends may have a cell phone you're not like you're, you're not getting one like you're so, you don't need one you're not getting so one funny. and yeah. like we've told kicks Dozen times, like, hey, bro, you you will be the last one out of your friend groups that has a phone. Yeah, just, I'm just, I'm just letting you know, right? You're gonna yeah. be the very last one. So once every single one of your friends has a cell phone, then come tell us, and you'll be the last. So one. that's so funny because Bentley's in Kix's friend group, yes. and we've already had this almost identical conversation really? with Bentley. Like, no, I'm not like almost verbatim what yeah. you just said. It's like, like, man, you don't need a cell phone. Yeah. Like, you have an iPad, you have this other stuff, but you don't need all of that freedom. Yeah, um, and again, it's it's my job to protect him, right? It's my job to protect our kids and um, to make sure that we're being good parents. And so, you know, for us, a lot of it is, Hey, what are we doing to make sure that we're protecting them across the board? Absolutely. You know, I I have friends who are like, I'll relate screen time with junk food, right? Oh, well, my kids will never eat French fries. Like, well, come on, it's probably not, probably not realistic. Right. right? Um, Right. But let's be smart about this. Our kids are going to have them. They're going to be around but let's be smart. Let's make sure we're monitoring the content, Absolutely. we're monitoring the time. Um, Megan and I talk a lot about, you know, age appropriate type stuff. And 100%. we have a four year old and we have an eleven year old Absolutely. and those are different things. Um, and we talk, you know, mentally you look at some of the the things that um, doctors have said about screen time yeah. and that young of an age of where it's just there's always a screen in front of them. Yeah. Really um, for us, we haven't seen anything good yeah. come out of it. Sure. Um, some of that unlimited screen time and unlimited things like that. Yeah. And at two months old. Yeah, you already have a screen in front of their face around the clock. 
Um, you know, to me, that's that's part of just being a parent saying, hey, like, yeah. we can deal with the kid crying a little bit. Yeah. So, anyways. No, I, I, absolutely. I think in consider considering as a parent what the appropriate response is for your kids and dealing with screens, I think when you said, I say age-appropriate activity, I'm, and that I'm like huge on things being age-appropriate. And I think that's also something to keep in mind. Like you're exactly right. Like I have a I have a ten year old and I have a two year old. They are not the same developmentally. Mm-hmm. They're not the same socially. I mean, their brains are at two completely different stages. And so keeping that in mind that I have to make sure that if I'm going to set parameters, and I think you should, if I'm going to set boundaries, making sure that they are age appropriate. Um, and I know I've said this on the podcast before, and I'm going to stop saying that because I think redundancy is <laughs> a great teacher. I really do. Yeah. Um, when it comes to what our kids, what we allow them to participate in or information they get from us. Um, it's so funny because Bentley now has, ar- has already started using the phrase. He'll ask a question and I'll say, well, buddy, he goes, hold on. I already know. I can't, I can't carry that yet. That's exactly right. Like, like a, like a suit. Like, if I, if I had a fifty-pound suitcase, I could carry that no problem, no issue, right? I have the muscle structure to carry a fifty-pound suitcase all day. Humble brag. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, just bragging yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Throw it yeah, out there yeah, to the yeah, podcast yeah. world. Hey, I can well, carry a fifty-pound suitcase. Fifty pounds is not much. <laughs> if I gave that same fifty-pound suitcase to Bentley, he's not going to be able to carry it very yeah. long. And so it's like, what can my kids carry at this stage? And What's appropriate for them to carry? And so kind of keeping that in mind, like what is age appropriate for my child? Um, Yeah. Like when it comes to a two month old, like that's, that's pretty young. Yeah. Um, That's pretty young. It's really young. Um, Cause you also, you do, you don't have first, let me just stop and say, you don't have to be a neuroscientist to go, Hey, this is probably not good for my kid and for their brain development. Yeah. but again, making sure that things are age appropriate, making sure that it's not excessive. And I think that may be part of the key when it comes to kids and screens is things being done in moderation. I don't, so like I'm gonna hop in. I, yeah. I don't want my kids to have that feeling that they always have to be entertained. Right. So 100%. They, like, and I think that's where, you know, when I was a kid and, and Megan and I have talked about this a lot because our kids would be like, Hey, so what are we doing next? What are we doing next? Or like, we'll have friends over and it's like. Now, your friends over so y'all can play, yeah. not so that I have to play with y'all. Or right. know, I, mean, I love my kids; we play a lot. Yeah, but um, like y'all should be able to entertain yourselves more so than you want to get on the switch or you want to watch TV or you want to do this or that. Yeah. And so I don't want my kids to be constantly entertained. Yeah, because that doesn't set them up right for life. I'm not sure. as an adult; you can't be constantly entertained and that constant stimulation. Yeah, I mean, I know people that they leave their TV on 24 hours a day, basically. Not to me that I don't. I don't want that constant stimulation in my life, you know, just for as an adult, sure. my brain can't handle all of that. I can imagine being a seven year old or a four year old and that being as well. And so like part of what we do with our kids is they only have a, like a, I don't say a limited number of toys, right? So we don't have toys just everywhere. And our kids do have toys. We're not, we're not those people, right? Yeah. Our kids have toys and we're not like, Oh, you have seven. No, you can only have six for throwing that one away. Yeah. But you know, our kids don't have a ton of toys because we, we want them to not have too many options. You know, when you have so many options, you, you tend to not make a decision and have you know, yeah. um, analysis paralysis kind of yeah, thing for sure. kids. And so, um, yeah, I think that also goes with 
with entertainment and screens is if they have unlimited access to hundreds of cartoons, thousands of cartoons, um, thousands of YouTube videos and video games and things. And it's so easy now. You know, it's about YouTube kids or Disney or PBS or whatever. You know, when I was growing up, we got to watch cartoons on Saturday morning. I woke up early to go watch cartoons. That was it. That was your day. Yeah. If you missed it, you're done, right? There's no other cartoons. And so, um, you know, I think for us, we really want to make sure our kids, one, know how to socially interact and they can interact without a screen. 100%. Um, and that content that they have and the screen time really, you know, I know it is a family by family basis. You know, I think, I think everybody, I'm not judging you if you're letting your kid do it all or you're not letting your kid do it all. But at the same time, um, I think we all kind of need to do maybe our own research. To me, I think a lot of it's common sense. You know, I think we can get into it and find a lot of research that says, oh, yeah, no, this research justifies my approach, and yeah. I'm going to harp on it and throw it in everybody's um, throat. Yeah, but, like, common sense tells me, hey, a two-month-old doesn't need seven hours of TV. Yeah, right. Right? Right. A 36-year-old doesn't need seven yeah. hours of TV properly a day, yeah. right? I mean, some days it's okay, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, going off of that, so when you talk about overstimulation, I think that is a – that is a major challenge and an effect of too much screen time. Um, so I, I remember there was, this was a few years ago. Um, it was with Bentley and I think it was like one of those travel weeks. Cause we had, I think it was one of the weeks we had gone to Washington. And so you're talking, it's like two hours to the airport, almost a five hour plane ride and then two hours to where, I mean, so we're talking, this is six, seven, eight, nine, ten hour, a 10 hour day. Yeah. Um, and so we just say, okay, dude, you know, you can, you can play in your switch. No big deal. And so we get there and then, and first he's tired, but then the next day, like, what's wrong with you, dude? Like what's going on? So he had just, he had been overstimulated. Mm-hmm. Like his, his brain had too much going on. Like it was just like, and you get locked into this fantasy world. And then when you're in the real world, things become intolerable. And so I think also paying attention to that, that if your kid is acting up more than usual, uh, I mean, maybe they might be overstimulated. So kind of checking and pay attention to that. Um, Then also I, I will say this as well. And it happens for adults, like just as easily as it happens for kids. And so I'll use older people as an example so they'll understand what happens to younger kids but their brains aren't developed enough to understand what's happening so like people that go on youtube binges right and they'll be like yes everything the one thing leads to another uh-huh. it's like and then you all of a sudden wind up it's like five hours later and you're like what have i done what yeah, where the day what, what my whole day is gone now it's midnight and i thought it was like you know six o'clock and then what ends up happening though is you go down these rabbit holes and then your brain just gets sucked. It just gets sucked in. And so not it's that whole one thing leads to another. And now I've been here for five hours, but then not only that, I have, I have escaped reality for five hours. So things stop feeling real. And let me also, and this is, this is not about parents, but it goes along these lines. What ends up happening though, is when you get sucked into this vortex of fantasy world, it is so much easier for you to stay in fantasy world and not deal with the reality of your life. Same thing happens with kids though. Some kids use devices as an escape from their terrible situation. Yeah. And so it's like, 
let's make our let's make our homes a peaceful place so our kids don't have to escape to fantasy land to feel any semblance of peace yeah or if accomplishment yeah you know i, I yeah the only validation they get is i was able to build this world in minecraft or yeah. i beat this game or you know I, I, and i think i think we can sum a lot of this episode up as being a good parent yeah. like you know hey are you is your yeah. kid getting validation are you praising your child are you spending time with your kid yeah. you know i think it's really easy for parents a lot that we use screens as a babysitter and we sure. call it the easy way out. Yeah. You know, it's easy now, but you pay for it later. Because your kid, yeah. you know, yeah, two, three, and four, it's easy to put your kid in front of a screen and they're fine, but you're going to pay for it when they get older. Sure. From the way they act because they haven't mentally developed. And, yeah, and then you wonder where your relationship went with them. Yeah. If they, they have a great relationship with Minecraft or Fortnite or uh, Lego games or whatever, 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 whatever yeah. the game may be. They have a great relationship or with their friends on there because mm-hmm. they've spent, you've allowed them to spend hours and hours and hours. And then you, they're 16 and you're looking at them like, I'm not even sure who my kid is anymore. Yeah. Right. Just, I, I you think can't it, relate. Yeah. Right. I think it kind of does go back to like, I need to be, I need to be present for my kid and I want my kid to be present in, in our home. I mean, you know, for us, when I look at my responsibilities as an adult, Right. As I'm a grown man. I own several businesses. Like we have a house and cars and, you know, I have a wife and kids, you know, I look at, Hey, what does, what does God say? My priorities are here, sure. right? What is my priority? Okay. I got to have a relationship with God. I want to make sure I have a great relationship with my, my spouse, but I'm also, I have a great relationship with my kids, a relationship yeah. with my kids. I am raising adults. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not raising kids. I'm raising the next generation. And so for us, it's really big on, are we building those relationships? What are we doing to teach them to be good adults? What do we teach them about their own? If we allow them to just do whatever they want to do yeah. online, what does that teach them about the rest of the world and their worldview? Yeah. And so, I mean, honestly, we talk about babysitter all the time. Like yeah. the TV's a babysitter. And so for us, we do not want that to ever happen. Yeah. Right? And I understand it's a great tool nowadays. I'm sure my parents wish they would have had it for when I was acting <laughs> up in restaurants when I was little, right? Or they wanted to do something and needed right. a quiet time, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm sure they would have loved to have that instead of, you know, me shooting Nerf guns at them yeah, or whatever. Exactly and right. so, um, and I think it's a tool. It's a great tool that can be used, but at the end of the day, we have to remember screens are a, it's a tool, right? That's yeah. what it's built for, not as a babysitter. And so, um, and Jeremy, I'd love to hear your idea of like, how do you kind of wean kids off, right? For us, you talk about, um, hey, Bentley, I think you're on, you yeah. think you're on it too much yesterday. If you, you yeah. just do a cold, like, hey, we're not doing any screen time today. So we have like no screen days. Yeah. And we're no screen. I mean, Megan, I have phones, right? But even then, like very limited, kids have no screen days. Um, and I know after some of our road trips, it's like, hey, we're going to spend a couple of days, no screens, go play yeah. in your room, go play outside, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys do? Yeah, okay. So I think the the benefit of, okay, First, let me say, like, like, there actually, like, can be, like, legit addictions to screens. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you look at some brain science on it. Um, it. It really gets really wild. But the benefit of it being a screen and not cocaine is the withdrawals are not the same. Yeah. I mean, there may be, like, irritability and, you know, things of that nature but you can't just go cold Turkey, right? You can say, okay, you know, you've had far too much screen time. We're not doing any today. We're not doing any the next or very little the next two or three or week, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And it's 
go outside, uh, play with your friends, go swimming, you know, hit the trampoline up. If you have, you know, land, go out in the woods, you know, go find some bugs to crush, um, whatever, do something. Or care for. Yeah. Or care for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or something else. Right. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm just thinking about, you know, anyways, (laughs) if you're, if you're, if you are a bug advocate, listening to this episode i don't want to kill all bugs although i do have my house you know sprayed so the, i think the benefit is, is like the weaning period there's no like weaning period you can just you know, you know for the next week very little screen time because we've had we've obviously have have have, have had too much yeah. and so i think it's kind of being cognizant of that um and you can't you can't just go cold turkey like there it's not like a you know cocaine addict where it's like okay you probably need to you know have a or they have like drugs that help you get off that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's not the same, not the same process. And so if you've noticed like, hey, my kids have had too much screen time, then be the parent. And I think that's probably the key here is you are not your child's best friend. Um, you are their parent. You're meant to be there to help guide them through life. Bentley does not look at me as his best friend. Now, me and Bentley were tight. Like and same with me and Audrey, like, yeah. like we have, I have a, a great relationship with my kids, but they know I'm dad. Yep. I'm not one of Bentley's buddies. I'm not one of Audrey's girlfriends. Like I'm dad and they know that. And so when dad makes a decision, it's because I'm looking out for you. I'm not trying to sit here and be your buddy or your pal. I have a, a loving relationship with my kids. But at the end of the day, my son is 10. Audrey's almost eight. They're not thinking like a fully grown adult. Well, I say that because some fully grown adults don't think either. Yeah. Uh, their brain isn't developed to allow them to think full adult thoughts. Um, so some of you, even though your brain is there, uh, no, I'm just picking. Um, so no, I mean, you, you have to be the parent. You have to grow up and realize, hey, this is probably going to damage my kid later. So let me do the right thing now. Be a good parent. Yeah. Be involved. Be a good parent. And, and be willing to set boundaries. Be willing to be the bad guy. Be the bad guy. Yeah, right. Because I mean, well, they're they're gonna hate me later. No, they won't. Mm-hmm. You know what they're gonna hate? No relationship with you. Yep. You know what they're gonna hate? The fact that you allowed them to get lost in fantasy land. That's what they're gonna hate because that is gonna that will affect them negatively later. It's like I have a I have a friend that needed a procedure done and nothing major. Like no, no this is like life threatening, but. Yeah just something that affected them and their parents just, they didn't do it when they were young. And so now they're older and they're dealing, they're suffering the consequences of their parents not having this like medical procedure done. And like, and they're upset and frustrated. Like I wish my, I wish my parents would have just done what they needed to do when I was younger. Right. So same thing. I wish parents would just do what they need to do when their kids are younger. So they're not suffering major ill effects of poor parenting to excessive screen time, screen addiction, phone addiction, you know, 10 year olds walking around with TikTok and Instagram. They don't even know what they're getting themselves into. And so just being cognizant of what's happening with your kids, understanding the times that we're living, which is a great time. Listen, people say the good old days are gone. You know, the only good thing about the good old days is that they are gone. Yeah. Like I would not want to have lived a hundred years ago. No, I really like air conditioning. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I actually, I, I love technology too. Yeah. I think just paying attention though to what's happening yeah. and 
being the adult, being the parent, being a good parent, practicing having healthy boundaries. Boundaries are not a bad thing. In fact, kind of what you're talking about earlier with limiting your how many toys your kids have, like setting boundaries is very healthy for children. They they actually have to have it. And so you see kids that are that are absolutely insane. And like I could probably say, listen, like that kid's everyday life is Chuck E. Cheese. Like no boundaries, do whatever you want. Life's great. But for them, their brain can't handle the fact that they can do whatever they want. And so if you're that parent, I just let you know, I let my kid discover and they do whatever they want to. That's not a good option for them. It's anxiety inducing for them. Yeah. We actually saw when I was younger, my parents were always a strict. I mean, they were fairly strict parents. And I had several cousins and family members and friends who their parents were basically the cool parents, let you do whatever you want to do, yeah. right? That kind of stuff. And every time they came to my, but they always wanted to come to our house for the summer. And it's so like growing up, they would always want to come to our house. And my mom was like, I don't understand why they want to come here. Like we spanked them, right? Like, like <laughs> they are in trouble. Um, and that first few days, right. They knew like, Hey, we're at aunt Phyllis. Uncle Charles is like, we're, we, we have to behave, but it was cause they wanted, like they wanted to come. They yeah. wanted to know somebody loved them enough to put boundaries in place um, and care for them enough to say, no, like you're not going to do that. Um, and so for us, it's really, Hey, be the good parent, make the best decisions you can Give yourself grace. So I'm going to say this, right? If you're listening to this episode, give me and Jeremy some grace, sure. right? Give our, our family some grace in yeah, this. Absolutely. We would love to hear your feedback, what your, your family does, the apps that you use to help monitor sure. and, and what you're doing. But you're going to make mistakes, right? There's days that we're like, man, today was kind of wasted. That was a screen day yeah. that shouldn't have worked out. Or, you know, we did this decision or that. Give yourself some grace, but also be the parent, right? Don't be afraid to step up and say, hey, I love you enough to know we're not going to get yeah. on that app. And Absolutely. I know all your friends may be doing it. And I always said when I grew up, my parents were like, well, if all your friends are jumping off a bridge, you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how the bridge is, Probably, right? yeah. Is yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, but it's one of those things like, just because all the other kids may be doing it doesn't mean your kid has to. Yeah, and it's okay being the parent that that doesn't allow it um but i would i'd love to hear your thoughts i'd love to hear feedback as Absolutely. far as hey we're using this app and we found these apps to be really um great or here's the the program that we utilize and so if you have some ideas some tips some hints shoot them to us we'll make sure that we include them on um, some of our future resources and check us out social media facebook instagram all the social media channels and we'll see you there thanks guys